Game Static episode 83 from Alex Lott Spark 3. Hope you're having an incredible day today, whatever day you are watching or perhaps listening to this podcast. Uh, I got both the boys here with me as always. I got John and Zach in studio. Zach, John, how you guys feeling? I'm doing good. Ready to go. Can't wait. We're almost through April. Almost there. Almost there. What about you, John? Eh, I'm doing all right. Um, not, not necessarily can't wait like Zach over there, but... We'll see how it goes. See, the thing is, you it, that is the case. You can't wait because you can't wait to get back to Lost Ark. That is true. I, was, <laughs> I did have to stop playing to come over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with it coming to the end of April, that also means Switch Sports is coming out literally just this week. John, are you getting it? You're, you're getting it day one, right? I'm pretty sure I'm getting it day one. Okay, because I'm getting it day one. I'm, I'm excited to play it. Zach, you want to come over and play? I mean, maybe. It, it looks a lot of fun, man. It's true. It does look a lot of fun. We'll have a good time. I got D&D to play now, man. And fucking Ligma. Uh, well, if you could, go check us out at our website. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, Sparky3.com. Uh, you can sign up for free or you sign up five bucks a month, get access to early podcast episodes, stuff like that. Uh, so let's go to the merch store, Sparky3shop.com. Use promo code APRIL for 30% off for the remainder of this month. Um, join the Discord, link down in the description below. Go check us out over at Twitter, at GameStudyQuad, and check out the other shows, Animan Plus, Terrible Football Show, and talk about movies stuff with a terrible football show. We do actually have a live stream coming up here on the 28th. Fingers crossed. You know, we we, we don't have a good track record of live streams I've here at Sparky Three. A lot about live streams going to happen. I have yet to see one. That's that's the track record of Sparky Three, <laughs> but this one's looking pretty promising. We're going to have the live stream for the NFL draft. So you happen to be a football fan, come by, say hi, be a friend, tell a friend. We definitely appreciate that. We'll be running for the entire first round or until I get tired and I say, fuck it. Uh, but it should be the entire first round because I'm going to watch the whole first round anyway, probably. I usually do every year. John, the TV is going to get used. That is true. That is true. I don't know about that one. That's where we're going to have the draft. So, I mean, you say that. It's still not even plugged in. Well, I don't need to plug it in just yet. I'll plug it in Wednesday. Or Thursday. I don't know. It's going to get used. It'll be great. Yeah, uh, come by. Uh, we'll be starting at 6.30 um, Central Standard Time. Um, so come by. Say hi. We'd appreciate that. Uh, with that said, uh, boys, anything that we want to chat about before we jump into everything? John, uh, Lost Ark update. You want to go, th- go through that? How's it going? Uh, it's, it's going pretty good, actually. Uh, Glaver came out this week, right? Yeah, we finally got the Glaver, uh, Glaver to come out. Uh, Lance Master and the other regions uh, that the game is available. Uh, I haven't made one. A uh, friend of mine made one. He said he, he hadn't got much time or enough time into it to really say yet, but from what I hear, nobody complains about playing the Glavier. It's just kind of fast-paced, fun to play. Uh, but along with the update, we uh, we got New Continent now, so now we have access to Southburn, which I haven't made my way through all there yet. Uh, but, I mean, more content, great. We also got, uh, they released a ARC Pass with a free, premium, and then whatever they call it, super premium tier. Basically, their take on a battle pass. Uh, basically, just a lot of extra honing materials, which is always helpful. That's what everyone's asked for. Yeah, it's like a lot of extra honing materials, a lot of a lot of access to silver, gems, just various things. I think there's a, yeah, there's a mount, like a basically a free mount at when you get the level 10 available. So that's, it's like, that's nice to have. Uh, and then they have an express character, like express character, something that they're called basically for characters, not in tier three yet. Uh, you could use it on them and then it, it gives you extra chances for honing plus chances to skip, like basically go up two levels instead of one. Uh, and then it gives you a bunch of low, like the tier one and two honing materials. So best used on alt characters that aren't in tier three yet. Although uh, there seemed to have been a little bit of a uh, mix up with it at first, because a lot of people were claiming it on their mains because I guess in the preview box, it was showing like tier three materials. But if you oh. actually, if you actually looked into it, it showed you all tier one and two stuff. So a lot of people accidentally claimed it on their mains. Oops. So not as much benefit there. Uh, and then after enough, I don't know if I don't know if they're getting access to that back or anything, but since then they have added a little annotation to the screen saying best used on lower like level fifty characters that are below a certain threshold. Uh, but so far update's been great. I mean, I can't complain. I get I'm getting a extra stuff 
extra honing materials, extra extra shards. I mean, for me, it's just been convenient. Okay, okay. What about you, Zach? What have uh, you been up to playing some D&D? How's that going? I mean, it's been good. Haven't messed with D&D in a while. Finally joined the game. It's been fun. You're going to play in an eccentric character. Doesn't that mean... I haven't really done a whole lot. I mean, for whatever reason, I've gotten into playing MLB The Show. Yeah. I took John's role as a, f- <laughs> as a baseball person since he's playing Lost Ark. I don't know why. What, just download it on Game Pass? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, I've messed with MLB The Show 21 and 22 now. And Road to the Show, one of the modes, I don't think they changed it at all in 22. They've A lot of times it's very small changes that they did. That's what I, I think, noticed. I think the biggest change was it was either from 19 to I think it was 19 to 20 was the biggest change that they had, but it's, yeah. it's mostly been small improvements since then. Yeah. Because I was messing with it. It started and with the opening cutscenes. I was like, these are the same ones from last year. The fuck. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, it's usually like small quality improvements, yeah. if anything. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the, the, I think the biggest one, it was either 18 to 19 or 19 to 20. Uh, it was, Mostly just improvements in like the road of the show, like during the game. Yeah. Uh, like when it wasn't, when you weren't actively doing something, the ability to like skip through it a lot easier. Yes. And then uh, I think then you gain the ability to just go next game instead of having to go back out yes. and pick the game. And then after messing with that, I just went, screw it. Diamond, Di- Diamond Dynasty. There you go. Make your own weird team to beat everyone else. And take you as a baseball game guy. I mean, I'm not. But periodically throughout, like, every five years ago, I'll see a f- sports game and go, sure, fuck it. Why not? Because <laughs> <laughs> what I picked up Madden 19 a couple years back and then also NBA, like, 17 a couple years back after that. I mean, it's kind of the same <laughs> with me. It's like, aside from, like, MLB The Show, every every few years or something, I'll, like, I'll gain access to a sports game mm. some way or how, and I'm like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. Why Let's not? have some fun. I know nothing about this sport. Meanwhile, I just torture myself with Madden every year. Yep. Oh, college football's coming, so I have that to potentially look forward to. Or I have that to look forward to just completely crush me. Yes. It is still EA at the end of the day. I mean, I keep sending you pictures of the one – NCAA that you own that's like 150 bucks wherever I go see it. Oh yeah, 14. Yeah, yeah. That game will continue to stay that high until uh, probably even after college football uh, comes out. It's going to continue to stay that high. Yeah, because they're going to look at it and go, "This one's still better." Yeah. <laughs> no, yo, NCAA 14, man. That's that's still a damn good game, bro. <laughs> college football revamp. That is some fun, fun shit. If you get that mod to work, whether if you do it on console or PC, you do have to have a fucking high powered PC though. That is for sure. That old, the, the PC that we're running the pod on would not even <laughs> wouldn't even get it going. Basically, like we're going through the uh, the opening cinematic, it, and it's just like I thought that my computer was about to explode. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, well, let's close out of this, boys. And it's like it's so noticeable. Like if I get on my computer and I play, like let's say you know Halo or really anything off Game Pass, right? Yeah. Like you you'll hear the computer kind of like you know kind of like all right, it's time to go to work. Let's go have a good time. But like, bro. I turn on college football revamp and the computer is like fucking full all all cylinders, bro. <laughs> like, what have you done? Like it gets loud. It's like, all right, let's go. Uh, we're we're going full power. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm sorry. I want to play college football revamp. Uh anyway. All right, let's go ahead and jump into stuff. Uh kicking things off. I know you're gonna lie to me here in a minute. Kicking things <laughs> off. Because you've been lying you've been lying to me all week. You keep sending me like sending me different articles and shit on this. Like why you, I don't know why you keep sending these to me. They're not real. He's gonna keep saying that, Alex, until one of us shows up at his house with the fucking game. I've I've already told him I'm not gonna believe it until the until I have it. <laughs> I will keep denying it. Kicking things off, we have the official release date of Digimon Survive. It's real, John. No, you have the rumored. It's the official release date. Rumored. They put out a producer's video for it. It is the release date of July 28th or 29th, depending, I guess, on your region. But, yeah, it's coming out, John. Soon. You know, July. Not far. Digimon VN Tactics game. Yeah. 
<laughs> John refuses to believe this. I'm not lying to you, John. This is real. This is happening. Hey, John, I'll I'll you, save you. I'll dig out my Digimon World 3. Let's play that. <laughs> well, you were playing the Cybers, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've started playing Cyber Sleuth again. It's, I mean, it's still Cyber Sleuth. It's still a great time every time you go to play it. Those are both fantastic games. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's, those are still great games. And uh, it is, it's one of those things where I started playing it and I forgot how quickly you can just become very powerful. Because you remember in that game, it's like you're limited, basically you're mi- limited in uh, by on your team by like the memory you have. Mm-hmm. So you can't have like a bunch of like super strong Digimon or anything at the beginning of the game. But you can just have like two really high level ones. And like just if you if you just sit there and grind it out a little bit and then you don't have to worry about anything for a while. I'll also say the grind for that game is actually not terrible either. It's it's I mean, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Just like Digimon Survive is gonna be enjoyable. If it ever comes out. Oh, it's coming out. We have a release date, John. It's happening. I mean, we had a release date for Cyberpunk for years. Well, we haven't had a release date for Digimon Survive up to this point, besides just a year. Now we have an actual release date for the first time ever. I remember all these games that had release dates that would were would have come out like by now or like soonish, and then they've been pushed and pushed and pushed. Like Saints Row. Like Digimon Survive. <laughs> that game never had a release date. Yeah, it, had a, it had a year. That was it. Now it has one. So it, it's bound to get pushed about six no, times. No, it's already been pushed six times. It's not going to get pushed six more times. It's coming out, John, and we're going to have a great time. Uh, next thing, quick shout out here. Uh, that PS Plus tier rollout thing, we do have dates for those, like Asian markets on the 23rd of May, Japan, June 1st, America's June 13th, and Europe, June 22nd. So I would also like anticipate something here soon where we actually get to see more about like what's going to necessarily be in that tier system to actually motivate people to want to even get it or not, which is kind of where... Uh, I stand on it. I mean, I definitely, I'm definitely interested, especially since PSP stuff's coming into it. But mm-hmm. it still comes out. What exactly is in this thing? You know, you, you're sitting here hyping up like 400, and then three, another 350 plus games getting added, depending on your tier. What exactly is in this? So I would expect something here soon. Yeah, because that's what I'm waiting on. Because at first I wasn't excited about it, and I'm like, well, the more, the more it kind of sits there, I'm like, well, now I actually need to see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, next thing that we have here, um, so we got some Blizzard news real quick. Um, so the next WoW expansion, like I, I think I plugged it last week, uh, was announced called Dragonflight. John, did this pique your interest at all? No. Oh, didn't think so. Uh, uh, didn't look enough like Lost Ark. <laughs> that's understandable. That's understandable. Uh, it just has like four new zones, a couple new classes, dragon riding, uh, talent tree revamp, UI upgrade, uh, professions update. And didn't you, you were saying something about uh, the dragon riding, right? I just I had seen a clip. I don't know if the clip was actually like a legitimate clip or anything, but it was just it was a clip of like the WoW uh, dragon riding, like showing them flying around in that, and then it cut to Guild Wars two, <laughs> and it it looked like the exact same clip basically, but like I said, I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's true. I just I'd seen it and I thought it it's like I thought it was funny. Yeah, I got to start somewhere, I guess. Uh, we have a do we have a Diablo Immortal update? We're we're we're, ha- we're having a little bit of a throwback here for this show. I Back, I didn't even see that. So <laughs> that I Why is he bringing this up? Because it's, he's lost the joke a long time ago, and he's got to bring it up occasionally. Yeah, just once on a blue moon, got to bring up Diablo Immortal. You know, just like I still got to bring up Mass Effect at some point. You know, it's just part of the show, part of the charm. Uh, but no, Diablo Immortal actually has an update coming. Uh, literally, like in just a couple days. Like by the time this episode is out, the uh, whatever the update is will have already happened and maybe a release date. Because this game was supposed to come out like fucking two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was this game was supposed to come out so long ago. So I guess we'll see what the update is here on the 25th. And then also Overwatch, uh, PvP. Uh, the beta is starting on that in like three days as well. They, they've already gone through the alpha, and I've, I've been seeing a shit ton of stuff coming out of the alpha of people posting like um, like their thoughts on different characters and like some of the new reworks and stuff. Because I, like yeah. I know like Arissa got completely reworked. Doomfist got completely reworked. Uh, there was a couple other characters, I think, as well. But I've been seeing, like, a lot of tier lists out there. It's just, like, you know, like, the S tiers right now is just, like, 76 and Lucio and just bullshit like that. And, you know, and it's got the new game modes or whatever. 
Um, so I don't know. You know, it's just kind of cool to see that the PvP is finally here. Like that, like Overwatch two and Diablo four, like the two games and Diablo Immortal well, where it's just like it continued to just get shafted and shafted with everything they've had going on. But yeah. shows how far out of it I've been. I, I just assumed that Overwatch two was out. <laughs> <laughs> no, as far as I know, I think. I think Overwatch League has been playing in Overwatch 2, though. I think. I could be wrong on that, but I want to say I remember, like, at the start of, like, the for this last season uh, that I think they were going to be using Overwatch 2 for all the games mm. for Overwatch League. I could be wrong on that, though. They're still doing that, huh? Yeah, yep. Overwatch League's still going strong. It's actually going very strong. A lot of sponsors pulled out, but they still stayed yeah. strong, kept going. Yeah, they, they did lose a lot of sponsors, but they're still rocking and rolling, you know. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't really follow it, but if I had to follow it, I, you know, Houston Outlaws. I think me and you share that team, right? If you had to follow, it. yeah. If I had to follow the league, Houston Outlaws, isn't that your team as well? It's or one was? Of my teams, yeah. Okay, yeah. Man, you guys got to get to more interesting esports, man. John, I'll just, I'll, just I blame... I'll just, I'll just send you a link the next time uh, RLCS is going on. Okay. John, I blame you the other day when I was on my YouTube, and for whatever reason, I've never looked up anything. You've never sent me anything, but in the corner card game. Digimon yeah. card game tournament. Dude, did you watch it? It's fascinating. I did not because I, it is very fascinating. Because it caught my eye as I was clicking on a video. I just went that. I saw Digimon. Wait, what the fuck? It's like, how did that get here? God damn it, John. I don't know, I don't know why it shows up, but it shows up every now and then, and I have to watch it because I've almost understood the rules. <laughs> Instead, almost. I watched the video about the greatest Jigglypuff player in Smash history. Okay, okay. that's respectable. Yeah, it's good to watch. It's good to watch. Uh, hey, we did get uh, Halo Infinite roadmap. Um, roadmap. Yeah, big air quotes there. Every, I have like so many mixed the, opinions on this. Half the things are in quote or like in parentheses as projected. Yeah, I, I have such mixed emotions on this on this roadmap and how it's all laid out. But like you know, f- with the roadmap, you know, talking about season two, you know, I got the two new maps, whatever, cool. New game mode, the King of the Hill, Land Grab, Last Spartan Standing. Uh, campaign co-op is targeted for late August. Jesus Christ. Uh, campaign mission replay. The fact that there is no way to replay campaign missions. I didn't realize there was no replay. Yeah, it's been like that since day one, man. You'd have to start a new game. You know. To, to, oh, that's what it is? I assumed mm-hmm. it meant like watching a replay. Nope. Replaying oh, a mission. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, that that's also targeted for late August. And then Forge Open Beta. As a September target. Season 3 is set to start November 3rd. New maps, new modes. Continued with the Forge open beta. And then ca- uh, campaign split screen co-op. I'm going to continue to s- stay on my stance. This game should have never came out. Uh, flat out. It should never came out last year. Like, this has been such a fucking disaster. And, you know, it's, I think, further proving, I think, what we just talked about last week. Where it's like 343 was not prepared for a live service game. Like, I mean, I all. feel like the multiplayer portion came out all right. It was just when... The campaign and all the other features people were wanting and expecting from a usual Halo release was sort of a disappointment. Well, if they would have had the campaign stuff sorted out, I think it would have been fine releasing the cam- the multiplayer when they did. But because they're having to do so much work to get the campaign stuff and everything like ready to go, the multiplayer just kind of suffered yeah. in a sense because they haven't been able to update it how people were expecting it to be updated and probably how they wanted to update it initially. Sure. Like, I mean, you got to think 343 had like this grandmaster plan of wanting to do this and that, but you know, they're so behind on other things as it is. I, I don't know, man, just this game should never came out. That I mean, it's just that flat out. It should have just been delayed again. I mean, it would suck if it got delayed again, but like it should have just been delayed again. This is, this is ridiculous at this point that we're now looking at, um, uh, late August for just campaign co-op. I, I really want to know what is the deal with that. It's, like, is it because of the Xbox One? Is is that the factor here? I don't know because they've part. I think part of what they said was tr- like the open world aspect of it and incorporating the co-op into that is where their trouble has come from. Okay. Yeah, this no, this is ridiculous. Like I said, game should never came out. I must stay on that stance. But I mean, when the stuff finally comes, cool, you know. But I'm also going to be curious about the Forge open beta. You know, how long is it going to be in beta? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, when is full Forge mode going to be actually coming out? 2027, probably. I assume with the open beta, it's just going to be somewhere like an early access setup. Yeah, it's just going to go until it's going to go until it works. How? 
and when people stop complaining about it, mm-hmm. and then they'll call it released. Right. <sighs> anyway, uh, Sonic Origins got announced. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's got the first uh, three games plus CD, um, which I, that's interesting because I, th- I want to say I think it's Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I don't think that one's been re-released in a very long time. Well, Sonic 3 is Knuckles. What? I know, Sonic, the, the <laughs> game is... is you said Sonic 3 and Knuckles. That's the name of the game. Is it really Sonic 3 and Knuckles? Yes. Yes. Because there's Sonic... Okay, so there's Sonic the Hedgehog 3, there's Sonic and Knuckles, and then there's Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles. That's literally the name of the game. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. I just liked that interaction because you said it and it like stun locked out. It did because I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, the naming, the naming for the Sonic games is all out of whack. Okay. That's yeah. dumb. But okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that one hasn't been uh, re-released in a very long time. Because my understanding, apparently Michael Jackson worked on some of the soundtrack, and there was issues around that. I could see that. That's why the game's never been re-released. But it's finally being re-released. And the one interesting thing about this origin pack is like they're even adding in like new levels, new bosses. There's and like animated cutscenes. The animated cutscenes do look clean. I'm not even gonna lie. They do look nice. Like, they, they do look pretty pretty nice. Uh, yeah, you know, it comes out on my birthday. Shout out to that, which is also Sonic's birthday. Shout out to that, uh, June twenty third. Um, I feel like I feel like when it comes to this though, like if you're a Sonic fan and you pick this up, this might be might be the last time that you'll have to pick these games up for a long time, at least in my opinion, because like these are games that kind of continuously kind of get re released in some form, or at least the first two at least, and usually CD. But this one might be like the like the like the grand definitive edition because it's like remastered. It's got you know you can play in old classic mode, or the remaster mode, whatever. It's like you you won't have to worry about buying these for a while. So I mean that's that's cool, I guess. Um, all right, let's go ahead and jump into some of the larger topics that we have here. So you know just qu- this quick little announcement though, uh, you know because the first topic is involving Ubisoft. This actually just popped out today. Uh, Ubisoft announces uh, their new game called Project Q. Apparently, it's a battle arena PvP, uh, but it's a, like a Fortnite playstyle. I watched some of the leaked video because this game got leaked at first with a full video breakdown of it, whatever, of someone mm-hmm. playing the game. And then Ubisoft, you know, it's just like, meh, might as well announce it, I guess, because they even started their tweet is, so I guess you heard about this. Like, this is the game. Um, so that got announced. Eh, I don't personally have any interest in it, but whatever. But the actual talking point that we've got here is apparently Ubisoft uh, is preparing for a possible sale. So here's what we know. Uh, this is from Kutaku, which that is always, in my opinion, like they're a legitimate news source, but they post a lot of dumb shit sometimes. So it's kind of like, eh, kind of take some of the stuff they, you know, some of their sources with a grain of salt, you know, because they do post a lot of dumb shit sometimes where it's just like, Kotaku gets blasted quite a bit because of the stuff they put up. So it's kind of take everything with a grain of salt, but still this is a pretty legitimate article that's kind of making its rounds right now. Uh, according to Kotaku sources, though, a senior and current former Ubisoft developers suggest the company could be preparing for a possible sale. Uh, the main four mentioned factors is, I'm going to butcher this last name terrible. Me and John were trying to figure out before we started. Uh, no Guillemot, I think that's how you pronounce it. Guillemot, Zach, what would be your best guess? You're a lot better at names than me. What you just said. Gilamont, okay. Uh, which also, I didn't know this. I'm, I'm very uneducated on, on Ubisoft's founding, I guess. that That's just apparently the there are five Gilamont brothers that founded mm-hmm. Ubisoft. I didn't know. My fault. Um, so the, the one that's currently, you know, the, the chairman of Ubisoft, he's kind of like tied into all the controversy that's been going on. So it's kind of like a Bobby, uh, Bobby Kotick situation where yeah. it's like, you know, need to get him out. So there's not another brother to, left to take over. So that's one factor leading up to a potential sale. Uh, the ongoing workplace controversy, senior developers leaving, and then some of like the larger projects are very heavily struggling like tying in with this i saw where it's like the next far cry ghost recon and assassin's creed are like way further out than even ubisoft was playing like they are probably many many years away at this point because of everything going on um but you know with just this kind of popping out it does kind of put in perspective that the next possible like big acquisition could possibly be ubisoft which actually that was one of our pitches originally i think end of last year whatever is that we thought ubisoft would be a possibility to be bought by someone originally it was xbox but uh the only thing that i've seen involving possible purchase is i've seen just like private firms interested in, in buying it so not yeah. like not like an xbox situation or anything like that but uh what's your boys' thoughts on this uh, possible sell situation you know who do you think could possibly step up you think it's just gonna be simple as a private firm or do you think like maybe sony or, play, or xbox might step up to the plate i mean or like take two or something you know like another i mean we gotta you know, you know let's let's also talk about other companies that don't make consoles you know they, they got a, quite a bit of cash 
I mean, honestly, at this point, I think private firm is probably the most likely, um, at least just from my personal standpoint. I mean, there's always a chance that any of the other developers or whatnot, uh, gaming companies pick them up and whatnot. Just depends on wherever they're sitting at this time and point for financial for the year, all that board member stuff and fun stuff. But I think at this point in time with the information we have, private firm is the most likely yeah, I kind of agree with that, and in a way, I think I would prefer that. Like, at least them not being taken over by, like, Xbox or something like that, because then the more that happens, the more we, we kind of get into those conversations of, well, if it's owned by Xbox or Microsoft, are their games going to be on all platforms? They may say they are, but for how long? Mm-hmm. Because inevitably, they're they're... Like if it's under their banner, they're gonna want it primarily on their console. So it, and it's one of those where it's like, it's like sometimes that it, that's good topics of conversation. But for something like Ubisoft, Ubisoft is always like it's everywhere, and I don't know. I the idea of it only going to like one like one console or one side of one side of the argument. I don't know. I don't like that idea as much. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of Ubisoft kind of being able to be everywhere like it it has been with no, like, nothing obscuring that. And they probably do, too, because they need to spread their microtransactions everywhere. Yeah, and it's it's also, like, the other thing is it's nice that it's, e- it's everywhere because Uplay is on everything. Yeah, it really is. It's like, so Uplay is everywhere, so no matter where you're playing, you're still gaining the same, like, the same rewards towards like all and and the rewards carry over no matter what game you're playing yeah so it's like you can get rewards in one like unlock rewards and everything in one game and then use the points from that towards another one so it's nice that that that's everywhere because wherever i sign in i have i have that at and it'd be it'd be weird for them to be acquired by one company over the other because then like i said then you have that well how long are they going to remain cordial with it? Right. Until they, you know, start to dish out, say, Hey, we spent all this money. We want to keep all this money for ourselves sort of vibe. And I will say in terms of like uh, Microsoft, uh, we'll use primarily Microsoft here. Uh, Microsoft, like maybe trying to step up and make a purchase. Cause you know, they could do it. You know, they yeah. got, they got the cash. I feel like that would be the line of where, Okay, yeah, that deal's probably not going to happen because, like, there was already a, like a, some rumors and kind of some conversation that the uh, Activision Blizzard one might not have happened because it might be too, considered too much of a mono- of a monopoly. Yeah, for that's micro- why a lot of yeah politics and stuff like that came into play. Yeah, so I feel like you bring you that this happens with Ubisoft. I feel like that deal might not go through, and I definitely agree. I think it's better for Ubisoft to stay on everything. Um, so like in a, in a perfect scenario as a gamer, a private firm would probably be the way to go. But in this sort of situation, I mean, I, unfortunately we can't write out, um, you know, another company. Cause I mean, yeah. look at Xbox and Microsoft, you know, with, uh, Activision Blizzard, you know, who would have thought they would have pulled that trigger with everything going on. So yeah. it's kind of the same mindset, but I mean, like right now, the only thing we know is private firms are more likely right now for Ubisoft. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said. I mean, in this situation, it's it's kind of like take your pick of whoever's offering. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they got to get themselves sold at some point. You know, and hopefully, when you know, if you know if that, this does end up happening, hopefully, they can help get back some of these games on track. And hey, I'm, you know, I'm saying that just from a general standpoint. Like, I'm not a massive fan of these games anymore. Like Far Cry, yeah, I'll play it every once in a while. Same thing with Assassin's Creed. Not really Ghost Recon guy, so I'm not like you know me as a fan. I'm not necessarily suffering from this, yeah. but I do understand the importance of these games in the industry. You know what I mean? So I I would like to see this stuff kind of get back on track, but. So hopefully they can get a sale done because, I mean, Ubisoft has been a consistent shit show, you know, even to the point where it's like where a lot of the shit show was coming out. I remember they already had like a, I think it was a UB Forward already Mm -hmm. like pre-recorded and they had to release a full-blown statement stating, hey, just so you know, this forward that's about to release like tomorrow, it's pre-recorded. It's going to have a lot of individuals that are involved with this lawsuit that's now left the company. We apologize. And I'm like, why didn't you just like, you know, push it back and re-record it? But, you know, whatever, guys. So, I don't know. Ubisoft has been a uh, – it hasn't been to the same level as Activision Blizzard, obviously, considering Activision Blizzard actually had someone 
you know, kill themselves yeah. over everything going on. But Ubisoft has definitely had their fair share of problems. So, you know, I don't know. It'll be uh, very fascinating to see uh, if they're going to end up being bought. Uh, let's hop over to some Nintendo chat uh, to kind of keep going on with the show here. Uh, there are two different things that I kind of want to chat about. The first one is, uh, so there was a leak that popped out the other day uh, where apparently Game Boy Advance is coming into Switch Online. Like, we already kind of know that uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color are yes. set to come at some point. But, you know, kind of our question was, when, what about Game Boy Advance? Are they going to come? You know, because it's like, okay, well, they can, you know, we, we kind of talked about it where it's like, Nintendo kind of viewed like the hard cutoff of a generation, like Nintendo, Super NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color. That's the end of that generation. And like the next era would be like N64, Game Boy Advance, et cetera. But, you know, this leak just randomly popped up on, I think, on like 4chan. It was 4chan, yeah. And the see the thing I, I know those are always take with a grain of salt, and this whole thing's take with a grain of salt. But the thing that's fascinating about it is there is no context, anon- yeah, it anonymous was, it source, was just a picture, nothing else. Yeah, it was just it was just the the file drop. They dropped the file too. Yeah, like file drop picture. Like there was no one's chasing clout is what I'm saying. So that's what makes it just really interesting. Because again, there's no context. They just made the post and went on about their day. So I don't know. It kind of it, it makes it very. Uh, Interesting to think about where Nintendo could possibly continue to go with Nintendo Switch Online because that, that, that's been a kind of a, our concern is like with N64 being added, like you know, with how their game release was, like you know, do you, John, you were the one talking about like, are they going to continue to do month after month? You know, it looks like so far they have. So far, yeah. Uh, but every game that we've known was going to come out, they're reaching the end of the line of things they've announced. So now we're reaching that point of, okay, what exactly is next? Are you yeah. going to announce something else, announce more N64 games? Because also with this, you got to keep in mind as well, N64, like a lot of people like have like such fond memories, like so much nostalgia, a lot of good games on there. But if we want to be honest, like that catalog is not that deep. Like it's, I mean, it's not a deep catalog. It's, it's not. So they're they're going to be reaching the end here soon. Of like, okay, what are we going to do now? Oh yeah, that's that's kind of the problem with N sixty four is everybody looks at it fondly, but that's because of the specific games that they had. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's like we're kind of like you said, we're reaching the end of what they announced. So it's like, and also in Nintendo fashion, they don't just do things. We got to have a direct for them, and. Mm-hmm. Not often do we get a direct that's like, hey, this is this is happening in like a month. It's always like, this is going to happen later on, and we'll give you more information as it comes closer. Or closer. So maybe, it's like, maybe they're working on stuff, and we'll get some sort of direct at some point that's like, hey, by the way, here's Game Boy Advance, and also here's our next, like, 10 games or something for Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. And then just spread those out over the next few months. And then from there, their next big one would be like, okay, well, here's our next consoles coming. Which would naturally just be GameCube, right? It'd be the next thing in line. You would think, but... Yeah, it's but it's like, <laughs> but yeah if, if anything, that's that's the way I would expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Is uh, With knowing we're kind of coming up on the end of the games they have announced for Nintendo Switch uh, online for 64, I would assume if this... Game Boy Advance thing is accurate or something. We get some sort of direct talking about Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, something like that, and then tacking on their next list of games, and then from there, that being the end of it. Yeah, and, and you know the way that you're putting it may be exactly how it's lined up because they may that Nintendo may have it lined up where it's like, okay, here's the roadmap that we have up until the next Switch console release. Because I mean, you know, it, I mean, it's happening. Let's just go ahead. And- continue to nail that you know nail that hammer there but uh i mean so that that could be the way that they have it set up it's like okay you know we have this this and this coming these months you kind of bro- map out the rest of 2022 beginning of 2023 2023 rolls around like quarter two quarter three whatever it's going to be new console then we'll kind of hit the reset button like all right now we're going to start looking maybe at gamecube or yeah. adding some more you know game boy advance that they didn't have whatever so that, you know that that could be exactly what they're doing yeah because that's I mean, like I said, that's what I expect to happen is just a direct at some point coming up announcing like, hey, this is the next console that we're adding to it. Or like, here's Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, something like that. Mm. And here's our next year's worth of N64 games. Right. And then we'll update you on what comes next when we get closer to the end of this happening. Yeah. Uh, I will say some of the games that are on the list for the Game Boy Advance, you know, pretty exciting there. You know, got uh, both the... uh, the main Metroid games, which I feel like those would be good to have to, you know, kind of continue to try to ramp up some hype for 
um, Betrid Prom 4. Mm-hmm. You know, Minish Cap was on there. That's a big win there. Couple of the Battle Network games. That made me happy. Very random ones, though. It was Battle Network 2 and Battle Network 5 Team Proto Man. Those are the two I can always find. Yeah, those that was the two they had set up. So I was like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, for whatever reason, those ones are the largest in circulation. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, either way, this is gonna be this is super cool. Game Boy Advance is awesome, bro. It's got and it's got, got a deep ass cat. It's got a lot of good shit. Mario, I think I want to say Mario and Luigi was on there too. That's another. That's another great See, one. The weird thing with the uh, Game Boy Advance catalog is it's weird. It is a deep catalog, but you got to really find it because. That was also during the time where everyone was like, we got a movie, we got a show, yep. let's make a game about it and get all these kids' parents to buy them these things based on shows and movies they watch. Remember when Game Boy Advance had fucking shows that you could actually buy? Yes. I can't believe that was a thing. Game, game Boy Advance was was one of like the handheld that I missed. So I don't, I don't, oh. have, as, I don't have as much ties to Game Boy Advance. Okay. Yeah, I had uh, a couple episodes of Drake and Josh. On <laughs> a Game Boy Advance cartridge. I know where you can buy some. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks, though. <laughs> can't believe that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> I can't believe the Game Boy Advance did that. I mean, they started a trend. They did. They did. Uh, yeah, I will say it'll be interesting to see the like the finalized catalog, I'll, I'll just say, mm-hmm. for Game Boy Advance. Because, like I said, I kind of miss Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. My, my Game Boy Advance, all its... All it's ever been used for is Pokemon. I'd be very much more curious to see how it's actually going to look on Switch. Yeah, true. Because, I mean, I don't, I would hope that it would look fine. I'm just curious how that screen is going to stretch or what the framing is going to be on your. True. You're going to have some big black bars. Yes. yes. Yeah, some very, very large big black. As fuck. <laughs> that, or you're going to have a very stretched resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Did, John, did you ever play Minish Cap? Uh, okay, okay. That that's one that if, if if you know if this is all true, you need to hop into. Like Minish Cap is still one of my favorite Zelda games. That is a good game, and I would love for it to be on on the Switch to play like that. Do you have awesome. a copy of it? I do actually. I found it the other day. <laughs> I found it the other day. Unlike his silvers, man. I don't know where my silver is. He sent me some depressing pictures. He found a soul silver box, yep. only for it to be completely missing. Then he found another box. I think that's depressing. I've got all my DS games, but I don't have a DS. <laughs> Bro, I, look, listen, man. I gave not, it back I'm to not, you. I'm not blaming this you. This is on you. I'm not blaming you. I just don't have a fucking clue what I did with it. Like your Wii U. I didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, you did. So you owned a Wii U. It's the only one that ever says I own one. Well, John, if you ever want a DS, <laughs> there's several in circulation. I know. I've... I, it's one I can't commit to buying it because I've lost every handheld system I've ever owned. Besides, you know some, besides somehow, I have a Game Boy Advance SP right next to my desk. How has that survived? <laughs> Rip your PSPs, right? Did you ever? Did you ever get a Vita? No. Mm-hmm. I know you wanted one, but I didn't I, know if you I, ever got it. I wanted one. I didn't ever end up getting one. Wow. But you know what I picked up, which is a real troll game? Donkey Kong Congo Bongos. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of Donkey Kong, I saw on uh, Facebook our local game exchange still posting about that uh, competition cartridge they got like yep. a, like a year ago. Yep. Because no one's going to pay that price point unless they're a collector. Yep. It's ridiculous. $2,000. No, it's more than that. Zach. Yeah, in-step Zach. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's more than 2000 the price they put up was two thousand. Oh, they may have lowered it. Yeah, finally. yeah, because that was the post is that they lowered the price on it. Oh. yeah, yeah, it's two thousand dollars for the uh, competition what the card. Fuck. I know, I know. Yeah, for 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 the listeners, uh, it was a Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo, a competition cartridge that someone just came in and just traded in, and like apparently that because they were hard up on cash. Yeah, and Game Exchange was like hard trying to convince them, do not sell this to us. You can get so much more money for this somewhere else. And he's like, no, nah, I really need the money right now. I mean, they, so they bought it from, but they bought it for like a good couple hundred bucks. Like, yeah. I mean, they, you know. they bought it cheaply just because, yeah, the buy rate is not great, even though they knew what they had. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just selling for like almost 2000. Yep. Things at gym. I didn't even know. I didn't even know comp competition cartridges for that game existed until yeah. I saw that come up. Yeah. Well, there's competition cartridges for most of the games from back then. Those main played ones. You guys want to all chip in and buy it? Nope. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> that. All right, moving on. Uh, all right, so a couple little things here. Well, not little. It's actually pretty big, honestly. Maybe not big for us, per se, but just big in general uh, that we had to come out this week. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 originally was set to release in September. Uh, actually got moved up to July 29th. And then Splatoon, which is set to release just sometime in summer, probably that July range, was actually pushed back to September 9th. So if I had to guess, I guess Splatoon needed more time to cook in the oven. And just Xenoblade went, was kind of a little bit more ready to go. Or they just went, uh, Xenoblade's going to fit better there during the summer. Yeah. Um, which also, I want to say this, and I'm, you know, and you can try to, like, I kept thinking about this the past few days. I'm like, you know, I'm going to say this on the show. And probably, like, Zach and John both are like, no, you won't. No, you won't. But I got to say, I'm actually legitimately very excited for, for Splatoon 3. That's a day one pickup for me. 100%. It might be a day one pickup, but it's not going to be, like, I'll play it day one, too. Yeah, you'll play it day one, and then you won't play it for the next 47 days. Shut up. That's not true. No, I am, I am actually very excited. Like, I, I've always had interest in the Splatoon games. I, I, I completely missed on the first one, right? Completely missed on that window. Splatoon 2, I actually technically own. <laughs> it came with my Wii U, but I've never I've never played it. But I do I, I do technically, I do own it. Yeah. So it's, this guy over here, he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it day one, and I'm going to play it day one, and I'm going to enjoy it. What's yep. the bet he's going to buy it, play it day one, and then day two is going to come around, and he's going to be on his seventh playthrough of Fire Emblem. I knew you were going to say Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be back on Fire You know, John wrote, not John, Jared, uh, John, Jared, damn it. Uh, Josh roasted me about that the other day, too. But then again, I can also counter roast him a lot harder, where he was sitting there talking to me about a couple games. He's, he's telling me, he's like, I, I don't know if I want Cyberpunk. I think I'm kind of changing my mind on it because it's been on sale so much recently. And I, I, I just told him, like, look, dude, I'm telling you, if this thing comes back on sale for five bucks, buy it. It's 100% worth it, like for $5. He's like, I'm just kind of in like a fantasy RPG mood. You know, he's like, I'm really thinking about buying Elden Ring, even though I know it's probably not going to be a game for me. I'm like, I. Josh, it won't be. You're you're not a hardcore gamer. You will get mad and quit that game. He's like, but I'm also thinking about buying The Witcher 3 again. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You've missed like multiple generations of games and you're just going to just go back to it. He's like, I don't want to fucking hear this from you when you're on your 19th playthrough of a Fire Emblem 3 houses. And I'm like, fuck off, Josh. At least I've had the consoles to play other things. Also, John, I give him a week and 50 bucks on it. Make the bet. I'm, I'm legitimately excited for Splatoon 3. So make the bet, please. Please make the bet. He says now. <laughs> I am I am excited for this game. You know, I, I, I like I said, I completely missed the window for Splatoon One. Splatoon two, I could still probably go ahead and hop into now and play because I mean I it's it's fan base and it's community and it, it, it's it's pretty I mean, it's, it's strong. It's massive. It, and I have considered it multiple times picking it up, but I fear it's in so close to uh, the third one I just wait. Uh, especially with everything I've kinda had going on. Different story though. Well, you, uh, just, um, you don't want to even just like make sure it's it's something you're actually interested in. It looks like a lot of fun. I've always been interested in the game since I first saw it. I've never got around to playing it. So I'm I'm buying this one day one. Go ahead and make the bet, boys, because I will not drop it on day two to play Fire Emblem for the 19th time. Uh, it may it not, might be Fire Emblem for the it, 20th it, time, but that's a different it, story. It might not be Fire Emblem. That's just the most recent example of a game that you started playing instead of playing the new game. You well, ever finished Triangle Strategy? No. No, he's playing Fire Emblem. <laughs> I'm not first, first off. I'm not playing anything right wait, now. No, no, wait, wait, wait. What did you stop playing Triangle Strategy to play? Fire, Fire Emblem. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna pick up all these games again. Okay, I'm coming back to it. Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, on to the the main thing that this was all about. So the, you know, we got these new release dates. It's co- that's cool. We have hard release dates for these things now. What I wanted to talk about was maybe give like some shoot-the-shit predictions on what you think Nintendo's like 2022 lineup could potentially be now that it's kind of coming into picture more based on what we know and what we kind of heard and stuff. So like stuff that we have confirmed, of course, Switch Sports this month on the 29th, that's cool. June is is good to go. You know, we got Mario Strikers Battle League. Excited for that one. That's going to be cool. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Excited for that one. That's going to be dope uh, on the 24th. And then and now in July, we got one confirmed title with Xenoblade Chronicles 3 late in the month. In September, we have Splatoon early in the month. Nothing in August, nothing early July. And then things that we know are, well, should be coming out this year. Uh, at least, yeah, I say should because there are two that immediately catch my eye. It's like, 
Are they going to come out this year, though? Uh, the first one is Advanced Wars Reboot Camp. Like, that's one of the ones where it's like, is it going to come out? Like, the game is done. Yeah, but, it's completely done. It was ready to come out. But, but the, the, there are other issues yeah. why it's not coming um, out. <laughs> honestly, if we were going to see that one this year, maybe around October. The October period. Um, okay. I would, do you have a thought on that? I, I probably would have gone November. Okay. I like just push it out a little bit further. Yeah. Of course, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I think we can lock that one down for November. That's, I mean, that's yeah, pretty much always the release. Because they more or less said that it was going to be out this year. Yeah, With yeah. their first trailer. And Bayonetta 3 is another one that I, I do think. that was coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the big thing with that trailer. We got a new generation plus a, this holidays at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta 3, I do think is going to come out this year. Uh, I would guess summer. So maybe like that early July then, or maybe August. August. I like I said, August, August. Yeah, August has nothing lined up right now. Yeah, more than likely August, because you don't you don't necessarily want to put that in front of Xenoblade, mm-hmm. because Xenoblade's if if anything else comes out in that July window, it'll probably be like something smaller. Right. That way they can they can have it there, like I'd say mid mid late August probably. Mm-hmm. That gives people plenty of or like a month or so to sink their teeth into Xenoblade. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one that I'm kind of iffy on is Mario and Rabbids 2. It's currently still slated for this year, 2022, but with everything kind of going on with Ubisoft, I don't think this game's coming out this year. I would figure if it does come out, it's going to be holiday season. Right. Uh, the only other thing that we kind of... Uh, it's not confirmed, but we assume is there's either going to be like Zelda Wii U port bundle, you know, or just something Zelda, you know, something, you know, because that's just what they do. A Zelda game every year, it's just a matter of what and where would that fall? A holiday. Yeah. That'd be the holiday release. I mean, I'd agree with that. It's just a matter of like, uh, how's, you know, where's it all going to kind of line up? Like, would they put Zelda like literally in the same month as Pokemon? Because I feel like for Pokemon month, they usually like, have like a much smaller title in Pokemon. So I feel like for Zelda, maybe October is kind of my, my range. I, I wouldn't uh, even push back to say it December. And it's also the matter of what it's going to be. Is it going to be simple and sweet as, you know, the Wii U ports? Um, or is it going to potentially be like another remake, like a link, like we've mentioned before. And I also want to throw another possibility out there, you know, cause they've had clearly had success with this version cause they've made two games. Um, but who knows that instead of like a remake of an old game or the ports, they could just do an entirely new thing and do Zelda dungeon maker because they've already tested the waters on that with links awakening. There's a Zelda, there's a dungeon maker in that game. I oh, was, is there? Yeah. I was actually having quite a bit of fun with it when I, when I found it. Cause it's just like some like a little hut that you can go to. And once you go in there, you can use different, all the different rooms from the dungeons that you've completed. You can use and create your own dungeon. Okay. So like maybe a Zelda dungeon maker, but like a full fledged thing, you know, since they've already tested the waters on it. So that's just something to keep in mind. I mean, depending on what it is, I could actually seeing them releasing the same month as Pokemon as sort of that lower one. Cause the big thing people are going to be attracted to is going to be the Pokemon. I mean, a remaster is a remaster. Yeah. It'll attract people, but people more likely other than diehards will jump towards the new, uh, generational game line. Mm-hmm. Do we still feel like advanced wars coming out this year? I mean, at this point I feel like it's still got a chance of coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, if it does, I would assume really close to the end of the year, maybe October, sort of that, uh, layaway month where not a whole lot usually gets released or either that. And if not, probably push back to 2023 at some point. Right. I, I don't know. I, I just personally think they'll push it back 2023, especially if things continue to go as they are currently in world events, of course. Yeah. Uh, then I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes back to like early 2023. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either. And then Mario Rabbits, like I said, that's just a big situation of like what the hell's going on with Ubisoft. You know what I mean? Since they're the uh, developers for it. And that's why I think that could get pushed back to even like late this year, like a December or just early next year. I mean, I feel like they may try and push out the finish it up and release it around the same time the Mario film's going to come out. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, I was, I was, sorry, I was looking, looking something up because I wanted to check it. Cause you were asking about like, uh, like the Pokemon and Zelda stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. If a, if a Zelda like was to come out, say like a, a, a port or something like that. Uh, my holiday time, I would say would be December because we were talking Pokemon and I was double checking because I was pretty sure on it. Uh, through, like, back through Sun and Moon, every mainline Pokemon game, like, new generation game, has come out mid-November. Yeah. 
So gotcha. I was just checking okay. back a few generations on that because it's like mainline. The mainline games come out. It, it looks like in November. So I would say those November, uh, and then I mean we got to have some filler, like some some new other holiday booster that they got to have. Pikman well. One Remastered. <laughs> Hey man, if they're gonna do one, they're not gonna just do one. They're gonna do they're gonna do more. I can only hope. Are you actually a massive fan of Pikmin? Nope. Okay, so this is in the same realm as like what you were saying about like Ace Attorney, right? Okay, he is. No, I am an Ace Attorney fan. Okay, that's different. Okay, that is that's completely different. I enjoy Ace Attorney. See, I always thought you were just trolling about. I knew you picked it up, but have you played them? Yeah. Okay. I've played every single one besides uh, the. Edgeworth stuff because that's only on a uh, Game Boys. Okay, gotcha. Looking at the calendar for a potential Pokemon release, I, I mean, in my opinion, it's going to either be the 11th or the 18th. Yeah, that's that's what I was looking at. And I hope like, I hope to God it's the 18th. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so for there, I would assume Pokemon comes out November. Advance War, I don't think it's coming out this year. I don't I think, think it's here. It, it, I think I think our the early projection for that would be spring. Yeah, of 2023, uh, and then. More than likely, I would say some sort of some sort of remaster or port is going to be your December release right before right before the Christmas time hits. Mm-hmm. So probably, I would say somewhere between fifteenth through twentieth of December. Look up when that movie's coming out. No, I'm curious. I don't know if they ever gave a specific date. All they said was like yep. holiday. December twenty first. Okay, they did give a specific date. Okay. Yeah, so maybe Mario and Rabbits in December though. I mean, that could work, too. No. That might be a possibility. I mean, it's going to be... It's, it's an animated film, right? Yes. Okay. Thank God. So, that, that'd be... <laughs> so that's actually disappointing. That'd be... Oh, come on. <laughs> I honestly had to really think about that just because of the ginormous cast they had. I was that's like... That's why I, I want to see it in live action. No. I, I don't remember no. them saying that was going to be live action. No, um, it's animated. Because, I mean, that could be a very easy tie-in with just throwing a rabbit here and there as an Easter egg. Yeah, true, true. And then also got to consider, um, you know, with whatever their June direct is going to be, there's probably going to be projects in there that's just going to get announced and released in the same year. That's something also to consider. You know, in yeah. terms of, like, big titles, I do think what you were saying about – I actually, I, hold on. I think Bayonetta would probably come out in October, actually. That kind of fits the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of fits the vibe, actually. So I'm going to go ahead and say Bayonetta 3 in October. So that still leaves August as like, all right, what's coming out in August? August, September, yeah. Yeah, what's going to come out then? Yeah, Bayonetta in October makes sense, though. That just kind of fits the whole vibe of Bayonetta around Halloween time. But, it, you know, like I said, it also depends on what else is going to be announced at, uh, you know, whatever we're going to have in that June Direct, you know, I, I, that, that's where we'll get whatever Zelda announcement, whether it be like the Zelda Dungeon Maker or like a... Um, Oracle, maybe Oracle's remake or like these ports. Ports are going to be the easiest thing. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the absolute easiest thing to do. Well, I say that. I guess it depends on, you know, uh, I, I never actually played the Wind Waker port. So I don't know how much of the gamepad plays into it. But you know, I know the gamepad p- plays a pretty decent amount to the Twilight Princess one. So I guess it's got to reconfigure that, well, you no, know, for the Switch. The, the other thing is in the last Direct we got, we got a lot of. We got a lot of like remasters and stuff that were like coming later this year. Mm-hmm. It's like we it's like we could just get release dates for those as filler filler games for those months. Right. True. 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 Um, I don't. I can't think of anything else that could potentially come out this year for Nintendo. At least not right now. I'm drawing a blank at the moment. I mean, can always hope for that Star Fox remaster report. <sighs> Please. Nice. I don't think it's happening. I don't no. think it is either, but you can always hope. Yeah. I mean, hey, they could swing up the, you know, the direct uh, in June, but hey, Star Fox Zero port, you know. I keep saying that's one of the last ones that haven't been ported. The only thing I can know for sure, though, I will never see another F-Zero in my lifetime. That's, sheesh, that's true. <laughs> the next time we're going to see anything F-Zero related is when, like, they get to the GameCube on the, N- the NSO and add in that one. That's the next time we're going to see anything it, it about it. It is more likely we'd see a modern-day Earthbound over an F-Zero. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. That's a, that's, that's, a, that's a bold statement. I wouldn't even say it's a bold statement. That's I would. Just, <laughs> Nintendo is that's like... Just like being, that's just being harsh to <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not fucking weird. Earthbound literally got came back on freaking Nintendo Switch Online before we ever heard anything again from F Zero. I mean, F Zero sixty four is on coming to the NSO if it's not. No, it's already on there. I think it's already on there. You are correct. Yeah, because yeah, it's already Earthbound on there. still came out before it. Yeah, it did. It did. And also, that actually brings up uh, another thing that I thought of when it came to that uh, GBA thing, that lineup. Uh, naturally, everyone's first question. Where's Mother 3? <laughs> Everyone wants Mother 3. <laughs> that, that is one of the most popular questions in the Nintendo fandom is when is Mother 3 coming? Again. <laughs> Modern day Earthbound before F-Zero. Rip F-Zero, bro. Like, I'm like, that's that's probably, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> like, the, I, I'm not joking. The next time we're going to see F-Zero is either if the Game Boy Advance thing happens and they add in the Game Boy Advance F-Zero or we're going to see F-Zero GX on the GameCube NSO. That's yes. the only time we're going to see F-Zero ever again. But you're right. We're never going to see another F-Zero in our actual lifetime. Like At this point, we're going to be lucky if we see like two more Star Fox games in our lifetime. <laughs> uh, only Star Fox games you're ever going to see from this point on are just re-releases. That's true. Yeah, just re-releases like 64. Uh, the one on uh, super, the, the first one. You know what we can do? Hmm. Starfield comes out. Let's just mod it into a Star Fox game. <laughs> yes. Hey, Bethesda's cool with mods, man. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of, of just like Star Fox, though, and um, one thing that I saw someone kind of comment about that I got me, that got me thinking, that'd be like, oh, damn, dude, that'd be so cool, is uh, if Star Fox, like let's say Star Fox Assault happens to be like that, that remake that we chat about, yeah. or, you know, if it comes on, you know, NSO at some point, bro, that multiplayer online is going to be legit. Didn't have multiplayer? Oh, yeah. That multiplayer was a lot of fun. I loved Star Fox Assault multiplayer. That was that was a good time. Imagine playing that online. That's going to be a blast. Because, you know, if Nintendo does anything decent with their classic consoles, is apparently the online play is actually really good. That blows me away. But, like, Star Fox 64, apparently, like, for example, yeah. the online play for... In NSO is actually fantastic. Wow. Like okay. out of all out of the entire N sixty four lineup that came out, the literal best thing that came out of it was Star Fox sixty four online. That's funny. Yeah. So and, and F Zero sixty four online is apparently good too. I mean I wouldn't be surprised by that. So Star Fox Assault Online is is a pipe dream, but it is a pipe dream that I'm here for. That sounds like a fucking blast. That multiplayer was awesome. You ever think we'll see a remaster of Luigi's Mansion? Uh, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, Luigi's man, you know, that, that franchise is, you know, gained enough steam from having the second game. It's well, uh, technically would we have already gotten one, I guess? Cause Luigi, I just remember Luigi's mansion did come out on 3ds alongside, I think dark moon, but was that technically a remaster or just a portal? That's yes. I'm, I'm have to go back and look at it. That's a great question. I don't know if that was a remaster. Cause or I port. don't think remasters were, were real big at the time when that one came up. So I would assume that's just a port up, right? One game that we need to have remastered and poured out is Wario World from the GameCube. That is a hidden gem that no one knows about. I'm good. It's a great game. Great game. Fantastic. One of the best GameCube games out there. I'd rather have Waluigi World. Yo, Waluigi needs a game, bro. Please. <laughs> Waluigi needs a game. Please. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap things up. I'm hungry. I want right. to eat. Hit Do you music. ever not finish one of these and not hungry? Uh, no, but in my defense, like no shit. The only thing I've had to eat today is some chips and salsa. That is it. So I'm, I'm starving right now. So hit the music. Let's get out of here. Last thoughts. I think that's more than I had. Well, <laughs> I'm starving. No, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to chow down. Last thoughts, boys. Alrighty. Uh, thank you for making this for our show. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you are watching on YouTube and want to help us out, you can hit that subscribe button. You can also hit that bell and it'll let you know anytime any of our videos go up. And you can do that at youtube.com slash sparky3. And if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you very much for uh, staying the whole time. And we'll, uh, we'll hope to see you back next week. Also, remember to check out uh, the talk, what was it, Terrible Football Show live yep. stream. Yep. Uh, on the 28th. Yeah, 28th, 630 Central Standard Time. Yep, that is correct. Yep. Uh, and also, for next week for Game Static, we should have a guest. Uh, Jared, who was on episode 50, 
Uh, he should be on the show next week. Yeah, Zach just like, what? No, we, we both did it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach, I think I think Zach almost spit out his drinks just now. Well, it was because he, he did it. Like, he did that confused face and looked over and saw me doing it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, Jared should be on the show next week. So that'll be cool. Have a good conversation with him. And, uh, you know, like, like John said, if you could, please, if you're a football fan, stop by, check out the Terrible Football Show uh, NFL Draft live stream uh, reaction, like I said, starting at 6.30. Fingers crossed we actually have one successful live stream because we have not had one yet. That's this just, year. That's just a, a pipe dream right now for Sparky 3. But we're, I think we're going to get it this time. Uh, merch store, sparky3shop.com, a promo code APRIL for 30% off. Make sure to check out the website, sparky3.com, sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. Uh, with that said, uh, that's it. See you next time, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah.